Recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need? Selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM, and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. Plus, LittleGeneral.com is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on A Recipe for a Good Day with Chef Gary. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience Stores, open eight days a week. Da, 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 da. Yes. Morse code in your uh, it sounds like you're doing some Morse code What you don't get folks is his hands working it like a trombone. Yes. <laughs> you remind me of the great late Porky Cohen. There you go, yes. Trombone player from the uh, state of Rhode Island. Happy Wednesday. It's food day. Yes. My goodness. Yes. You know, yes. I don't know if this, if, if two big food days will equal the big food day of Thanksgiving. Correct. But it'll be real close. It'll be real close. Real close. The same uh, program today. We talk Super Bowl and... Valentine's Day. Yes. Yes, indeed. But Chef Gary back in studio along with myself. Thank you, Johnny Ray, for filling in during yes, my flu Yes, thank week. you, JR. And uh, uh, it was a flu, not COVID. And, uh, you get tested and you got to wait it out, but the yep. symptoms are too much the same to put you and Roger and others at risk here at the station. So thank, thank you. Johnny for, you're welcome. Yes, thank thank you. Johnny for, uh, for filling in. You know, there's some older folks here at WNRI. Oh, I know. Yeah, yes. They take care of my it, people. It, uh, I'm number one. <laughs> uh, but it's nice to be back. I did not want to miss this week because, of course, we got Super Bowl, which is a fun time anyways. Right, exactly. But it's a big food day. Yes. And combining the fact that it looks like we're going to be getting four, maybe five inches of snow on Super is that, Bowl Sunday. Is that, that, is that what they're talking about? It makes it a big cook-at-home Super Bowl exactly. Sunday. Exactly. And uh, no better way than with your sweetheart. Oh, my. Mm. Well, the better way would be if the Patriots were in the Super Bowl. Correct. I'll uh, take it. I will make the prediction right now that the Patriots will be in the Super Bowl next year. Wow. Yes. That's a bold take. Yes. From Gary McLaughlin. Remember, yes. he is a chef, not a sports analyst. Yes, and you heard it here at first. Unless I do play-by-play for WWE, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day is Monday. And uh, there's a terrific item on sale we'll be talking about. If you want to make a wonderful home Valentine's dinner on Monday, yeah. there's a product for you. We're going to be talking about this program as well as some uh, fun and food discussion. We actually have an, uh, an email recipe we'll get to. Oh, nice. 
Thanks. Uh, from Estelle. Thank you for sending it oh, in. Okay, Estelle. Thank you. And remember, you can send it in to askthechef at WNRI.com. Whether it's a question, a recipe, or a topic, we'd love to hear from you. On your weekly food program brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. We'll get to the sale items in a moment. But, Chef Gary, you have any shout-outs today? Well, you know, I want to give a shout-out to... Uh, All Saints. I, uh, it's sad that they're closing, and Sunday was their last mass. But over the years, they've done so many wonderful things, and they did house the uh, uh, Just Beginnings and uh, uh, Because He Lives uh, food pantry. And uh, hopefully it will continue in the city. Uh, but they did so much for the community, and I just wanted to wish everybody involved uh, who were, were on the board or in the um, all the pastors, I just wish them well, and I hope uh, everything goes well for them in the future. I'll send a shout-out to a friend of mine who's uh, laid up uh, after a, a procedure, Richard Severia. Oh, yes, Richard. Uh, probably listening in his headphones in his hospital room right now. So I'll give a shout-out to you, Richard. Uh, you had your old uh, knee replaced. Wow. And he's yes. a tough dude. He's a Marine, man. Yes, and he's young. He's young. Well, he'll thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> I'll just say uh, he looks good for his age. Okay, okay, I'll, okay. <laughs> but uh, but a shout out to my friend, yes, Richard Severi, your friend as well. Yes, uh, does a lot, and uh, he he did uh, work this. He he worked the blizzard. He drives plow. Okay, so he, when he drives the big dump truck plows. Oh wow, big okay. boys. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he made it through the storm. Had the procedure this week, so he won't be on duty this Sunday. When we're expecting uh, another round of winter after a nice week of weather. Hope you're liking the warmer. Oh, it was so nice. It okay. was so, so nice. Yeah. Want to make it an official shout-out, my friend? Woo! 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 There it is. The woo <laughs> himself. Gary McLaughlin. Yes. And uh, this is Recipe for a Good Day. We are going to get to our sale items. I always ask you, though, did you make anything fun this week? Uh, this week, did I make anything fun? Oh, last week. Uh, let's see. We made at the store, uh, Chef Keith, one of the other gentlemen there, he made lasagna soup. And let me tell you, it was excellent. Interesting. It had great flavor, and it tastes like a lasagna. He did a nice, nice they job. Have rica- it had ricotta in it, too? It had ricotta no cheese. Kidding. And because of the cheese with the th- tomato sauce, it was a pinkish color. Oh. And uh, it was really, really nice. Well, uh, unless it's a top <coughs> secret protocol here, they'll have to get us that recipe for the program. I think we can do that. Yeah. I'd I like think to, we can do like that. Take a yeah. look at that. It has some sausage in it, some hamburger, of course, the cheese. Outstanding. And we used uh, ditalini, which is small, round pasta. Uh-huh. Uh, for the pasta base. You had me at cheese. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have some uh, different soups for you on today's uh, menu, thanks to some of the sale items at Little General Convenience Stores. I didn't do any, well, of course, with the flu, Dina did most of the cooking, and I didn't leave the house uh, much of last week. What? I did, she did, uh, she did the cooking, actually, on Sunday. Okay. She had the Sunday off. She wanted to do the cooking. So I did the shopping. She did the cooking. And uh, she got mad at me, though. Uh-oh. I was out too long. Uh-oh. So she, called, she was so mad. She worked all day on dinner, and she called me up. She said, you know, if you're not home in 10 minutes, <laughs> I'm going to feed the dinner to the dog. Oh, no. I made it home in three. I don't want to see anything happen to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know when something funny is going to happen.
put on this show. Did something funny happen? Yeah. You never know it. <laughs> you know, uh, the way uh, you uh, tell these jokes and you you pick on the lovely Dina, you better uh, get her something real nice for, for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yes. Um, I already did, me. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got Wednesdays off now, too, so... You never know. We might might be heard by her when we're live. There you go. There you go. Um, remember, though, if you do miss the program in its live form, you can go to LilGeneral.com, LilGeneral, L-I-L, General.com. Just look at the bottom of any of their pages, and you'll see a podcast link to most of our past editions. Uh, there was uh, there was that great five beef sale. I, I lost that show in that recording, but most of our stuff is there. But in the event there is a recording mishap, you can always email the show. I will be glad to email out the recipes that I cover with Chef Gary here on Recipe for a Good Day. And it is a good day to shop at Little General. Yes. Thanks to the specials. Chef Gary, what's on sale this week? Oh. Now through close of business Sunday. Sunday yes. So these sale items include the Super Bowl, and yes, you can buy in advance of Valentine's Day. Okay, we have some wonderful, wonderful products, uh, starting with uh, the classic chicken leg quarters, 99 cents a pound. And let me tell you, folks, I've seen these leg quarters. They're huge, absolutely huge. We also have from uh, my dear friend Larry, the meat cutter, uh, ribeye steaks. They're beautifully uh, cut, they're trimmed, they're, 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 they're wonderful. But we also have, now they're $9.99 a pound, the boneless ribeye roast. Folks, I'm telling you, this is be the perfect <coughs> item for Valentine's Day or Super Bowl Sunday. $9.59 a pound, and they're gorgeous, they're trimmed perfectly. And I want to say the average roast is weighing about four pounds. To just give you an idea. Uh, from our dear friends at Farmer's Cow, <laughs> assorted flavors, ice cream, three ninety nine for a quart, folks. Uh, this is a quart, three ninety nine. That's a great price. But you know, if you're gonna ha- indulge this weekend with the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day, and you want a fancy dessert, how about? Table Talk Pies, 10 for $10. Okay, folks, that's right, 10 for $10. You pair that with the farmer's cow. You put it on a fancy plate. You puncture the top of the pie crust, okay? Scoop in your ice cream, and you hand it to your lovely bride or girlfriend. She'll say, what the hell is that? No. <laughs> It's a sweet for the sweet. It's sweet for the sweet, exactly. What's uh, nice about the table talk pies, though, 10 for 10, is that's a great you don't place. have to make a, 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 a life-changing decision. Apple, blueberry, chip. Exactly. You can get an assortment. Exactly. And, you know, uh, you know, if you're having a few people over s- Sunday for the Super Bowl, that's the ideal dessert, you know, yeah. at the end of the game. Well, and farmer cow ice cream, that's a great sale price yes, and for a very smooth <laughs> ice cream. Yes. Uh, whole white American cheese from Lando Lakes, five ninety nine a pound. Can't beat it, folks. Natural Franks by KM, five ninety nine a pound. Perfect for Super Bowl Sunday. Perfect. And then uh, from our dear friends at Hummel Brothers... Oven roast turkey breast from the deli, and 
Daisy Ham. Now, the Daisy Ham is a, a rolled ham uh, that you it, it, it used to make back in the day when I was a youngster, the original boiled dinner oh. instead of using corned beef. So uh, those are the, some of the wonderful products we have at the store uh, for Super Bowl Sunday and for Valentine's Day. All right, well, there you have your shopping menu from Low General Convenience Stores. Remember those sale items available at all locations now through close of business on Sunday. And don't forget, they got the best coffee around. Oh, outstanding coffee. Outstanding. Slush puppies, too. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll be right back. We're going to continue on. We're going to be talking about those chicken leg quarters. And, you know, me, I love to dig through my books and look for slightly unusual things to make as well as some mainstream stuff. So we have actually a few different soups. Dina did the wonderful Dina. She did make me a nice, she went to Lord General. She bought some chicken legs and made me a nice chicken soup while I was ill. Very nice. Yeah, now she actually did a fine job on yeah. that soup, by the way. She does cook, and uh, we do eat it, but it's not as funny if I tell that story. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Um, we'll be right back. More of Recipe for a Good Day, of course, brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. Recipe for a Good Day, brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-one socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road. Great Road, North Smithfield, Front Street in Lincoln, Chapel Street in Boroughville, and Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab-and-go meals, perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day, or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top-of-the-line lunch meats to top-of-the-line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. Yes. And the chickens are at Low General Convenience Stores. Chicken leg quarters, 99 cents a pound. So last night I was going through my books looking for different recipes using chicken leg quarters. One interesting thing is I noticed in the books, the way they print it, they, uh, they don't say chicken leg quarters. They say whole chicken legs. Okay. Which led me to say, well, what's the difference between a whole chicken leg and a chicken leg quarter? So I looked it up on Google. If Google is right, Chef Gary. Okay. The chicken leg quarters, I believe, have a little bit of the back on them. A little bit of back meat that's okay. on it. And, and the whole chicken leg is just the thigh and the, and the drumstick. That's according to Google. 
Um, but don't be alarmed if your recipe books call for whole chicken legs and yes. you're buying chicken leg quarters. It's still the dark meat. It's still the thigh. Yeah. It's still the drumstick. Exactly. So uh, in the uh, book, uh, I love this particular series that I've found uh, at the closing of the Cat Sanctuary for the season. Yes. Great taste, low fat. Look at that. And I have a series of these books. I love the layout. I love the the way they type out the recipes. And they give you neat little tips such as substitutions on each recipe. Okay. And wonderful photos oh, as well. Oh, look at that. Oh, beautiful. Uh, I love the layout. I have one on pasta sauces and a variety of things. But uh, one thing about the book is it is great taste with low fat. fat. So typically a lot of these recipes do call for skin removal. Okay, really? For the soup? For the soups, uh, for, for just about everything, as lowering the fat. Okay. okay. Uh, but they make up for the flavor in, in other ways. In other ways, okay. Uh, so uh, the first recipe today, Chef Gary, tied into the season, is chicken and winter vegetable soup. Oh, that sounds nice. It, so, it sounds, and look how beautiful the coloration Gorgeous. is. You should see this, this picture, soup. folks. It's diced chicken. Uh, green beans, diced tomatoes or peppers. Outstanding. It's beautiful. Well, uh, here are your ingredients for chicken and winter vegetable soup. It is going to be a nice day to make a soup, actually, yes. on Sunday. And the good news is uh, you can deal with your, 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 prime, your, your rib roast. And you can deal with your soup at the same time. Correct. Because you're using range top and the other one's using the oven. Correct. Uh, so what we have here is four cups of reduced sodium broth, chicken broth. Again, we're dealing with uh, a low-fat cook. Correct. Here. Correct. Uh, one and a quarter pounds, it says, of whole chicken legs. Uh, they are skinned in this application okay. just to lower the fat. Uh, three cloves of garlic minced. One teaspoon of dried majorum. Okay. Uh, let's see. A quarter teaspoon of salt. Two leeks, not on your kitchen sink. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, white and uh, light green parts only on those leeks and dice it up. Uh, Three-fourth pound of all-purpose potatoes. You're going to peel those potatoes and you're going to cut them into a half-inch dice. One turnip cut into half-inch dice. One parsnip cut into, want to take a guess? Half inch diced. diced. <laughs> One large onion diced. diced. Uh, ten ounce of green beans cut into two inch pieces. That'll give you roughly two cups of cut green okay. beans. Uh, three quarter pound of plum tomatoes. It's about three of them. Nice. And you're going to dice them in addition to tablespoons of some chopped fresh parsley. Nice. Uh, it's a soup, so the steps are simple. The time does the cooking. Right, right, right. In a large saucepan, combine both the broth, the two cups of water, the chicken, the garlic, the majorum, and the salt. Bring it to a boil over high heat. Reduce it to a simmer. Once it hits a boil, cover it and cook it until the chicken is cooked through. That's roughly about 15, 20 minutes. Correct. Uh, with a slotted spoon, transfer the chicken to a cutting board. Strip the chicken meat from the bones. Dice up the chicken. And if you do have any fat skimming on top, you can skim the fat off the top of that broth. Return the broth back to a boil once the chicken is out. Add in the leeks, the potatoes, the turnip, the parsnips, and the onion. 
Reduce it all to a simmer. Cook and cover until the vegetables become almost tender. Maybe five, ten minutes or so. Yeah, correct. Uh, I would say ten. I would say ten. Stir in the beans and the tomatoes. Continue to cook it uncovered until the beans become tender. Uh, That's maybe about another five minutes or so. Ladle the soup into four bowls. Sprinkle it with the parsley. And then, of course, serve it. Now, the suggested accompaniment with this could be a, they're recommending a, Shredded carrot salad with some light sour cream dressing. Oh, nice. Mm-mm-mm. Nice. And if there's something on that ingredient list maybe you're not hot on, here's a few substitutions they include for you. Uh, and keep in mind, this is winter vegetable soup. Uh, turnips, parsnips, and potatoes are the root vegetable. Uh, in good quality, plum tomatoes and, and might not be available. You can use one and a half cups of drained canned whole tomatoes. Correct. Uh, chop them still. Uh, and if you want to add a little extra zip into this chicken and winter vegetable soup, how about some minced scallion greens? Nice. Instead of the parsley for the garnish. Nice. Nice. And it's a wonderful chicken and winter vegetable soup. And it's great timing for this. You know why? Oh, why is that? Because we're in the middle of winter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to do the chicken and summer vegetable soup. But I decided maybe it's not summer squash season. Great thought, Good Jeff. call, good call. Good call. I have another soup for you right here, Chef Gary, if that doesn't tickle your taste buds. Yeah. Uh, and uh, something perhaps on a more Asian level. How about some oriental chicken soup? And we're still going to be dealing with our chicken leg quarters. Okay. That'll be good. And, uh, again, uh, these are... Uh, skinless in an effort to lower the fat count on the soup. Uh, This particular soup, again, calls for the one and a half, one and a quarter pounds of whole chicken uh, legs or chicken leg quarters. Skin them. Uh, Two cups of reduced sodium chicken broth defattened. Two cloves of garlic minced. Two red bell peppers. Nice. uh, Diced. Three tablespoons of cider vinegar. And I happen to have cider vinegar at the house. I switch every time okay. I have to buy a new one. I mix it around a little sure, bit. Sure, sure. Variety is the spice, spice of, of life. life you know? Exactly. One tablespoon of reduced sodium soy sauce. Three teaspoons of ground ginger. One quarter teaspoon of salt. Uh, three cups of half inch wide shredded cabbage. Three ounce of noodles. Break them up into smaller pieces. Uh, one quarter pound of snow peas. Cut them, uh, cut them at a, at a diagonal. Cut them in a half on a diagonal. Okay, okay. okay. Um, we have two scallions finely chopped and a quarter pound of firm tofu. Oh, okay. Well, that's different, yeah, huh? For that's different, yes. Uh, cut into half inch chunks and then a quarter teaspoon of sesame oil. And again, it's a soup. Two steps. That's all it takes. Uh, in a medium saucepan, combine your broth, the three and a half cups of water, the chicken and the garlic. Bring it to a boil, high heat. Again, drop it to a simmer. Cover it. You're going to get that chicken, uh, chicken cooked throughout in 15, 20 minutes, depending on... Uh, I think it depends, too. Uh, are you separating the thigh and the drumstick? Right. When correct. You, when you're putting in. That would expedite it a little bit. It would. It, correct. Uh, with the slotted spoon, bring the chicken to the cutting board. Again, strip the meat from the bones, dice the chicken, and skim fat from the broth. 
return the broth to a boil, add in the bell peppers, the vinegar, the soy sauce, the ginger, and salt. Cook it for an additional five minutes or so. Cook, uh, stir in the cabbage and the noodle, the snow peas, scallions, diced chicken, and a little more water if necessary to okay. get the uh, level up in the pot. And you're going to cook it to that to the uh, to the uh, the pasta gets soft a few minutes longer. At the last step, stir in the to- tofu and the sesame oil, and then it's simple to serve. Some thin breadsticks would go well with this, as well as some chilled red and green seedless grapes on the side. Nice, and it's a uh, intriguing Oriental chicken soup. And it should only take about a half hour, 15 minutes to prep, but only about a half hour to make that. Outstanding. So, there is a soup meal for you. We're no soup Nazis here. You get the soup. You remember That's that episode? Right. You ever see that episode of Seinfeld? Yes. Oh, it's so classic, isn't it? Uh, so there's a few soups you can make with the chicken leg quarters. And, uh, you know, soup might not be your bag. You can always bake those chicken leg quarters. Uh, we have a crispy, and again, um, it's a low f- lower fat recipe in here. But there is a uh, a crispy chicken with corn chow chow. Corn chow chow. Now it's not a dog food, <laughs> as in you know the the chow chow dog food. Crispy chicken with corn chow chow. Um, and we'll give you this recipe. It's a 20-minute prep. It's 45 minutes. It looks oh, absolutely you see delicious. This, folks. You, oh. uh, you, folks, you should see this picture. It's gorgeous. Now, as far as chow chow, I didn't make the word up. Yeah, it's in the book. Uh, sweet and sour chow chow is a type of mixed vegetable pickle popular in the South. Correct. A colorful, tangy partner for this oven-fried chicken. Chow chow can be made in advance, up to four days. Uh, just simply cover and refrigerate it until you're ready to use for the best flavor. Serve it at room temperature. So here are your ingredients. Four whole... What do you got? Potato chips over no, there? No, 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 no. What's the matter? Your phone didn't ring? Well, you know, yeah, you know, this is, you, you get me hungry on this show. What can I say? Four whole chicken legs. Uh, again, skinned. Yes. Uh, th- two-third cup of low-fat buttermilk. Oh, nice. A uh, quarter cup of red wine vinegar. Three tablespoons of sugar. You're not getting the fat, but you're getting the sugar. Right. Uh, one cup of, uh, they're using, excuse me, frozen corn kernels. Okay. Uh, one green bell pepper diced. Six scallions finely chopped. Nice. Two tablespoons of chopped uh, fresh parsley. Three-quarter tablespoon of salt, a third cup of yellow cornmeal, one-third cup of flour, and a quarter cup of dried bread crumbs. Nice. Preheat the oven to 400. Spray down the baking sheet with a nonstick cooking spray. Get out a shallow bowl. Combine the chicken in the buttermilk and let it stand together for about 10 minutes. And again, that is de-skinned here. Uh, in a medium saucepan... That sounded very Bostonian, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> In a medium saucepan, combine the vinegar and sugar. Uh, bring to a boil over medium-high heat. Cook, stirring consistently until the sugar becomes dissolved. Stir in the corn and bell peppers. Return it to a boil. You're going to reduce that to a simmer. Cover and cook until the mixture is slightly syrupy. That's about four minutes and five minutes in length. Stir in the scallions, the parsley, and the quarter teaspoon of salt 
Then remove it from the heat and let it cool a little bit. Nice. Then on a plate, combine the cornmeal, flour, breadcrumbs, and remaining half teaspoon of salt. Then dredge the chicken in the cornmeal mixture, shake off that excess, and place it on the prepared baking sheet and bake it. You're going to give it a turn once, but you're going to bake it for 25 minutes, and that chicken will become crisp and golden and cooked through. Place the chicken and the corn chow chow. On the plate for serving. Slices of, of some grain bread. Uh, they suggest baked apricot halves to go with this chicken. Nice. As, well, as a little side. But uh, experience the world of chow chow as they do in the south. But boy, that buttermilk chicken looks that, this, so this lake delicious. Water, this lake, it's beautiful. It's, it's crispy. It's golden brown. It looks, it looks beautiful. Well, we'll be bringing you more of these lower-fat uh, recipes. There's a series. Uh, I love the cookbook. It's produced by Time Life. There you go. Who, who does do good Can't get good any better products. than that. Uh, we're going to take our break. That brings our uh, chicken to a close, unless you had a feather to pluck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when we return, we're going to talk a little Super Bowl in a moment. Yes. Stick around. If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at asktheshef at WNRI.com. That's asktheshef at WNRI.com. And I like the dance, running the ball is like Mickey Moe Mance. We had the goal since training camp to give Chicago a Super Bowl champ. And we're not doing this because we're greedy. The Bears are doing it to feed the needy. We didn't come here to look for trouble. We just come here to the Super Bowl shop. This is Speedy Will, and I'm world class. I like running, but I love to get the pass. I practice all day and dance all night. I gotta get. I guess that's a bad memory for Patriots fans, huh? What is that? You remember the Super Bowl shuffle? Oh, yes. Versus the Chicago Bears, 1985, I want to say. Uh, yeah, 85, 86. Oh, that was a heck of a team. They were better on the field than they were on the dance floor. I can tell yes. you that. <laughs> yes. The, video. the Super Bowl shuffle is here. It is this Sunday. It's finally come to a head. It's been an interesting season. Yes. In the NFL. Yes. Now, Jeff, before you go any further, I have to say uh, this Sunday, I understand through the grapevine, you are having a special... Valentine's Day show from 2 to 6, I believe. Oh, yes, I, I have a promo for it. Can we play it? Yes, please. Please. Love comes in many forms. The affection of a mother's love of kinship. The admiration of those we look up to. The common bond we share as the love of mankind. And love can even be found in sports. Holding your opponent scoreless in tennis. Love is in the air. Love is in the air, 
Every sight and every sound. This Valentine's Day, WNRI celebrates romance, devotion, and passion. The love that has built the foundation of our existence. Today, we celebrate that love through music. Join me, Jeff Gamash, Sunday, February 13th from 2 to 6 p.m. for four hours of some of the great love songs of all time. Right here on 1380 and 99.9 FM. Acting as your Cupid this Valentine's, we are WNRI. Stream online at WNRI.com. <laughs> I had a lot of time. That is outstanding, <laughs> Jeff. But, but now, uh, the only thing is I did not get the memo... On when I am yeah. supposed to be here and appear and sing live uh, a Valentine's Day song? Well, well you know, I was uh, <laughs> going through the lineup yes. extensively late yeah. into the night yeah, last I understand. night, knowing I'd see you. Yes. Uh, the problem is, Gary, I only have four hours to play with. Oh, yes. I only have 240 minutes. Gotcha. I understand. Uh, I think had it been a five-hour program... We definitely would have had you in there. Gotcha. Okay. But it's a mere four hours. Okay. Well, I will take that as your answer. But I can only fit sixty-two songs. I understand, and I would. You know, I was practicing actually. Oh. Put your head on my shoulder. Whisper to me, baby. (laughs) See, I was Uh, after that. I think the tears on your shoulder won't be tears of joy. You know. Outstanding show. I hope it's. I, I hope I get a chance to hear it. Uh, yeah, two to six it airs, so it's over by game time. But right. while you're doing your cooking, you have great music on the radio. Exactly. Four hours. Each hour is different. Yes. Great American Songbook. Wonderful. Golden Age of Oldies. Nice. Country music. Can't beat it. Popular songs. Yes. And the popular songs includes my top five all-time romantic slow dances. Oh, nice. That's from my 30-plus years of entertainment. There you go. I call them chair movers. Okay. Because as soon as the song hits, you hear the chairs move as they come up to the dance floor. There you go. Nice. So the top five. So Wonderful. A little, little bit of fun there. Thank you for, for plugging that. Yes. Um, but uh, we are talking Super Bowl Sunday yes. in a moment. You know, I got this um, Google Trends. Okay. They do all these sorts of surveys and maps. Yes. And here they have uh, provided us with the uh, top Super Bowl foods by each state. Really? So each state, what they do is they take what's coming from the search engines and what people are looking for to make for the Super Bowl. And uh, these are the top things. Uh, so, for instance, uh, Maine, well, they're a little different anyway. <laughs> Deviled eggs. Wow. I, I, okay. Uh, New Hampshire, chili dogs. I can see that. Okay. Not chili. Um, as we move into Massachusetts, it's a classic. Chicken wings. Oh, yeah. Can't beat the classic chicken. Connecticut's much like uh, Vermont. They like chili. Okay, nice. Unusual. Rhode Island, the most sought-after Super Bowl food, cupcakes. Yeah. Cupcakes? Cupcake. Well, who doesn't love a cupcake? No, two, but I I don't know if I've ever had a cupcake at, on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, there's a, few, uh, there's a few different ones, I can tell you that. I think I'd rather have the uh, Table Talk Pies for 10 for $10 at Little General. <laughs> you should be in uh, Tennessee. 
Really? Yes, because there it's Swedish meatballs. Oh, and okay. And Swedish meatballs are famous. Yes. Uh, but there's a few odd things. Artichoke dip appears in many, many states, believe it or not. Really? Um, and I associate, I know, like, it's one of the biggest foods to get for Valentine's Day is artichoke dip. Really? Yeah, well, they're known for their hearts. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see that one coming, did you? I did not. Very uh, good. One item, though, caught my eye. And there's a few states that actually have this listed. Uh, I believe um, Oregon, um, New Mexico. Uh, there's uh, somebody else here in, in the 50 states that have listed as their favorite uh, Super Bowl food item pizza dip. Pizza dip? Yes. And uh, being a pizza nut, yes. it made me deeply curious. Well, you know, pizza is the uh, largest selling item during Super Bowl. Well, uh, not, not since I cut back. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is, uh, so I had to look it up. So this is what pizza dip is. Okay. Uh, and it's, a easy, it's called Easy Baked Pizza Dip. Uh, it's packed with ooey, cheesy, gooey goodness, as it says. Sounds good. Sounds good right there. Sounds right? good right there. Uh, 16 ounce of cream cheese, softened to room temperature. One and one third cup of mozzarella cheese, divided. So you have one cup, then you have a third cup. You're going right. to use them at different times. Two tablespoons of grated Parmesan cheese. A quarter teaspoon of garlic powder, a quarter teaspoon of crushed red pepper. That is optional. I would not use it. I don't like the burn. Right. Roger Bouchard would double it. Uh, one cup of pizza or marinara sauce. Uh, one cup of sharp cheddar cheese. Three ounces of pepperoni. Why not make it four? And uh, <laughs> you need something for dipping. So you can actually use uh, crackers or chips or nachos. But you can also use baguette slices. Oh, okay. Uh, to dip into that gooey goodness. Preheat the oven to 375. Set your 9-inch uh, cast iron skillet or 9 by 9 baking dish or a 2.5-quart casserole dish. Uh, mix into a large uh, mixing bowl the softened cream cheese, the one-third cup of mozzarella cheese, the Parmesan cheese, the garlic powder, the crushed red pepper. Stir well until it's completely combined and spread it into the bottom of an ungreased, that ungreased baking dish, whichever you're using to bake it in. But press that mixture. Again, it's ungreased. But press it into the sides of the pan. Spread the marinara sauce evenly on top of that mixture. Cover with the remaining one cup of mozzarella cheese and cheddar cheese and top it off with the pepperonis. Or really, it's a pizza dip. It could be whatever pizza topping you enjoy. Correct. Exactly. For me, exactly. it happens to be the pepperoni. Pepperoni. Okay. Uh, bake 375 in the oven for 25, 30 minutes till it's hot and bubbly and the cheese starts to brown. That's the best part. Oh. And then serve it hot. And you're basically, it's a, your dipping options, again, the crackers, the corn chips, all the baguette bites, a great dip into that cheesy goodness. And I did watch a YouTube video on the making of this, and boy, that cheese just stretches. Just stretches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there it is, a baked pizza dip. Yes, you know, you could, you know, she could also, if you really wanted to get fancy, I'm thinking about what you said you could serve it with. Why not toast some English muffins? And then layer that That's stuff too, yeah. on top of an English muffin. Oh, nice. You love your English muffins. Yes. Um, the uh, A few other uh, notables, I think we understand jalapeno poppers would be popular. Sure, sure. Um, the uh, spinach artichoke dip, 
surprises me. But how about this? This sounds so good right now. Sweet potato skins. Instead of regular potato oh, skins. Oh, uh, sweet potato. Sweet potato, potato skins. skins. Yes. Uh, there's something for your Super Bowl. So there's some of the, uh, the top food items that people look for for um, Super Bowl uh, Sunday. Uh, and uh, the odd one uh, to me is uh, deviled eggs in Maine. Well, I, I like deviled eggs, but I can't see you having them in Maine. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, for the Super Bowl. Right, exactly. Hey, that Super Bowl's on. We better get the deviled eggs going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, doesn't ring a bell to me. <laughs> uh, we have an email to uh, ask the chef at WNRI.com, and that's your email address for you to <laughs> send your recipes, questions, or topics for the program. And this comes from Estelle. Thank you, Bubble Girl, for sending yes. this in. It says, I remember making this with my grandfather, your Canadian maple syrup. Just eat it up and pour over fresh snow. Yeah. Fresh snow. snow. And I pull it up, and here is the recipe that was sent in by the bubble girl. Uh, It is maple syrup snow candy. It's what it's called. And you actually, you you know, make sure it's clean snow. Right. (laughs) But, uh, is this hot? I mean... This well, here you go. I do. I'd never heard of any, I, 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 I heard never. any recipe. I always heard my, my mother... You stop eating the snow. Right. You're a kid. But uh, you're looking for some fresh, clean snow. Right. Okay. Uh, which we had plenty of last week. We do get some coming Sunday. That's why I'm throwing this out there. Uh, if you are... Uh, uh, in a no-snow zone, you could use shaved ice, but for here, <laughs> it, the recipe calls for fresh, clean snow. One cup of pure maple syrup, which I do have a, uh, in a plethora of, luckily, uh, I have this wonderful maple syrup from Dick's Property in New York Okay, uh, that he brings in for me. Uh, you can get a can- candy thermometer. It's an optional. It's a little fun decor. Uh, spoon, a uh, ladle for stirring, a small pot. And uh, popsicle or wooden craft sticks. Oh, okay. okay. Wait, 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 wait. So fill a cookie sheet with clean snow. Pack it down firmly. In the pan, it looks like mashed potatoes. Wait, you sure. <laughs> uh, keep in the freezer until you're ready to roll. Boil that maple syrup over medium-high heat until it reaches the softball stage. Uh, which is the 235 on your thermometer, if you're using one, about five minutes. The syrup will bubble up quite fast and then foam up and will have a uniform smooth coat. That's when it's ready to be used. Remove it from the heat, let it cool for a minute. Take out your tray of snow from the freezer and immediately drizzle the very hot maple syrup in a line on the snow, it will cool extraordinarily fast. At this point, you can make the candy on the stick just by pressing a popsicle stick into the end of the candy and rolling it up like a lollipop So you can, or spaghetti on a fork. Okay, yes. Essentially. Otherwise, you can get a spoon and dig out the candied pieces on the cold, fresh, fallen snow. You know, Jeff, you amaze me. (laughs) Over the years, we have covered so many things, so many facets of cooking, so many different styles of cooking, so many recipes. (laughs) We have that to share with our public. 
Well, <laughs> we are going to go down as uh, the best restaurant show, <laughs> uh, recipe show ever in the uh, uh, theater of oh broadcasting. <laughs> I'll tell you that maple candy looks darn good. Estelle, thank you thank so you, much Estelle. for that. <laughs> hey, you have this note, you might as well use it. Exactly. We're going to step away for a moment when we return <laughs> to Labor of Love, Valentine's Day, and what you can make something love special on this uh, upcoming. Thank you, Chef Gary. Every time and everywhere. There you go. All <laughs> right. <is> <laughs> Chef Gary's, uh, it's only a four-hour show, Gary. It's only a four-hour show. Oh, fooey. I forgot to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. How do I go shopping now? What's on sale this week? I don't know what to feed Punky the Monkey. Well, Anna Marie, we have you covered all at LilGeneral.com. That's where you can find out what's on sale this week at all Little General locations. And now can listen to past editions of Recipe for a Good Day. Just go to LilGeneral.com. You'll see the tab for the weekly flyer. Click that. You'll see the specials this week at all Little General locations. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. So if you miss a show or are unable to write down a recipe, now you can go listen anytime at your time at LilGeneral.com. Little General Stores is ready to serve you every day with great locally roasted coffee, as well as the best prices for all your deli meats. Little General Convenience Stores, we're here for you. I'm telling you, had it been five, five hours, uh, I got you back. <laughs> well, uh, we are uh, going to be asking our loved ones on uh, Monday. Hey, good looking. What do you got cooking on Valentine's Ooh, Day? Well. And uh, for that, I think there's a terrific sale item. But keep in mind, this item would have to be purchased before close of business Sunday, which is absolutely fine. Yep, yeah, right. It'll hold Correct. very well for your Monday Correct. dinner. And uh, if you like ribeye, you love Little General this week because not only do you have your boneless ribeye steaks for just nine ninety nine. Now, correct me if I'm mistaken here. Go ahead. That's that's one of the most desired steaks to get your hands on. Oh, correct, yeah. correct, correct. It's the marbling or something. Yes, it has just a wonderful, wonderful flavor, tender. And it, when cooked properly, it's 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 my favorite steak. And when cooked properly, it's cooked simply. Yes, correct. Correct. Simple is better here. Exactly. You do not have to ponder and punch and kick and just do it slowly and you do it well, season it properly, and you have the perfect steak. We also have the boneless ribeye roast nine. Fifty-nine a pound. Now, with that ribeye roast, you could cut yourself a couple of steaks if you wanted to. You could, if you wanted to, sure. But yes. uh, this is what you desire if you want to make a prime rib dinner at home. Is that correct? Correct. So, maybe you could take us through uh, a process here of going to Little General, picking up that boneless ribeye roast. Again, only nine fifty-nine a pound. And turning that into a prime rib dinner as okay. if you're at a uh, fancy restaurant day. Okay, basically, uh, you're taking your roast. You're going to pat it dry. Just make sure it's dry. And then the first thing you're going to do is season it well with salt and pepper. 
at that point, I like to put on wet mustard. Not dry mustard, but wet mustard. Regular mustard. And you're going to rub that all over the body of the prime rib roast. At that point, once that's done, you're going to top it off with a like a Montreal seasoning or a seasoning of your choice or your basic salt and pepper. That's all you need. Okay? You're going to place it in your oven at 350 degrees and you're going to uh, cook it approximately uh, again, depending on your oven, an hour, hour and a half. You want an internal temperature. If you want it rare, folks, if you want it rare, you want the internal temperature to be at about 120 to 125. If you want it medium, you want to go to 125 to 130. If you go higher and you want it well done, then you want to go to 140. Uh, I like my own rear, always have. And now at 120, you pull it out of the oven at 120 and let it rest because you do not want to cut it until it has time to cool and all those wonderful juices go back into the meat, okay? And you don't have to tent it with anything. You don't have to put an aluminum foil on it. Just let it rest. And then the cutting secret. When you cut this roast, okay, you want to cut from the middle and go down the middle first. You don't want to go to the end. You want to cut from the middle and work your way back. Oh, good to know. Yes. And uh, the middle will be your rarest part. And then your end will be your most well done. Now, I admittedly say I'm not a prime rib eater. I don't like the rare rare cooks, typically, and most of the time it's, it's a rare cook. This, there's a, there's a, a gravy or a sauce that goes oh, with Oh, the au jus. The au jus. Okay, once you're done baking and you drain your oil from that pan, you're going to have your scraps there. Take your scraps, add water, and stir, get all those scraps off the bottom of that pan, okay? And if you have any, uh, if you think you have to trim your meat or do anything to your meat, uh, you didn't buy it at Little General. (laughs) 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 No, really, they're done so well that you don't have to do anything to them. But you're going to build that au jus with those scraps, and then you can add a little beef base if you want, okay? Now, if you get a rare piece, but you want it cooked a little more, Don't put it back in the oven. Don't fry it on top of the stove. Take your beef base. Heat it up in the microwave so it's really hot. And then you're going to pour it over that piece. Right on top of the meat. Okay? And that will heat up the meat to your liking so that pinkish is gone. Oh, that's a great tip. Yes. Thank you for that, Chef Gary. And there you can have your Valentine's prime rib dinner right at home. Wonderful. Again, the piece you want is the boneless ribeye roast, nine fifty nine a pound, a tremendous price there as well. But you know me, Chef Gary, let's not be satisfied with the status quo. Oh, no. Oh, I found one. Uh-oh. In that coffee cookbook by Maxwell House. Yes. And uh, using coffee for your prime rib roast. Oh, you uh, sure. Okay. And uh, the ingredients would be, they're calling for a six-pound roast. 
Okay. Which I would think is available. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, one quarter cup of finely, finely ground coffee. Two tablespoons of chili powder. Two tablespoons of brown sugar. One tablespoon of kosher salt. Two teaspoons of black pepper. Uh, one teaspoon of ground coriander. Uh, one teaspoon of ground cumin. A half teaspoon of cinnamon. And a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper. So this thing's going to have some bite to it. Yes. Uh, three easy steps. Combine all spicy ingredients to make a rub. R- evenly season the rib roast with that rub. Cover with plastic wrap and refrigerate at least one hour. Overnight is preferred. Okay. Preheat the oven to 450 degrees. 450, wow. Place the roast in a roasting pan. It's a six-pound or two. Uh, in a roasting pan or on a wire rack in a sheet pan. Roast it for 15 minutes. Reduce heat to 350. So it's kind of taking a nod from the Thanksgiving yes. turkey. Uh, reduce that heat to 350. Uh, roast it approximately another hour, 45 minutes to two hours until the roast reaches the internal temperature, 125 for, for uh, what they're calling medium rare here. Okay. Uh, kind of splitting your medium and, and your rare. Uh, and like Gary says, it is crucial after the cooking time to let it rest for a good yes. 15 minutes. So you're mixing the coffee with all those ingredients, all those ingredients and then you're rubbing it. Rub, you know? Okay. Okay. Yep. And then uh, like, uh, like Thanksgiving, as I did with the turkey, the first hour is at 450. The remaining Correct. time is at 350. Correct. Um, except here, you're not cooking it breast side down that first hour because there's no breast. Correct. On the, Correct. Huh? Yeah, Correct. See, my food knowledge is getting. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so huh? impressed. Huh? Huh? You, you, you got me after the melted, the hot snow. <laughs> the, 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 the maple snow candy. There you go. Uh, well, uh, Chef Gary, believe it or not, that's going to draw us to another conclusion. We do have enough wow. time if you want to squeeze in one more recipe. Oh, a recipe, a recipe for a good day, folks. A warm smile, a good laugh, and a great meal. And don't forget the items we talked about today. Boneless ribeye steak, $9.99 a pound. Boneless ribeye yes. roast, $9.59 a pound. Chicken leg quarters, $0.99 cents a pound. And don't forget for the Super Bowl, Table Talk Pies, an assortment of 10 for 10. And don't 10 forget for your ice cream. And your farmer's cow oh, ice, ice cream. It's utterly fantastic. Yes. <laughs> Why not pick up some of that Boston salads, potato salad for $2.99 oh, a pound? Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, enjoy the Super Bowl. Happy Valentine's Day. You yeah, too? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you have a date? Uh, probably in my kitchen. <laughs> Single yeah. ladies. Yes. Make it holler, Chef Gary. You know, uh, I can just think, ladies, I can sing. I can cook. Uh, yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> Don't worry, the cooking is better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, you know, there's always a date for Valentine's Day. That's right. On a calendar. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Want to do it next week, Gary? I will do it next week. All right. Well, be sure to join us. Remember, if you missed any of today's program, just visit lowgeneral.com. Take a look at the bottom of any of their web pages, and you will see Listen to Recipe for a Good Day. All brought to you by Low General Convenience Stores. Your store with more. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Happy Valentine's Day. And Chef Gary, I'll see you next Wednesday. You got it. It's a date. <laughs>